Hey, Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf Yud Zion in Beitzah. Again, we learned for four shleim for Yosef Azriel Ben Chaim Michal. <clears throat> Yesterday's daf, Yom Kippur's daf, uh, we learned the at the top of the page. We f- actually learned those few lines quickly on uh, Erev Yom Kippur. And uh, my daughter Rachel asked me, uh, "What does that mean?" You know, he says that that the mezonos of a person are set from you know for the whole year at Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur time. Uh, but if a person uh, spends more on Shabbos, he's rewarded with more. If he spends less, he's rewarded with less. The same thing for Talmud Torah. If he spends more, spends less. Doesn't mean he's only reimbursed. Uh, if he's only reimbursed, like what's the big deal? He just gets back what we paid. That's also something. But the Mefarshim actually say, I saw that they say, Vimhosef Mosifinlo. It doesn't say Imhosef Machzirinlo, that he's, that he's, that he makes himself whole, you know, that he, that he pays. We had before in the Gemara, the previous stuff, that, um, Hashem says, spend whatever is and don't worry, I'll repay you. Repaying is one thing. That's just reimbursing your, your, your outlay. Here, the Lashon is Vimhosef Mosifinlo. If you add on Shabbos, if you spend an extra hundred dollars making Shabbos, maybe the Bar will, will reward you with much more than that. All right, today's daf is daf Yud Zayin from the top of the page. Tan Rabban in the second line. Yontav Shechal Yos B'Shabbos. Yontav comes out on Shabbos. B'Sham Yom Mispal Shmona. Normally, we call it the Shmona Esrei. Of course, there's actually 19, they have the Malshina, but Shmona Esrei is basically 18 brachas. On Shabbos, we know it's only seven. The first three, the last three are the same, and we, the middle bracha is for Shabbos. What about if Yontav comes out on Shabbos? So B'Sham says you got to add on two brachas, not just Shabboses, but also one for Yontav. So you don't have seven, you have eight. So Bishami Omer Mispal Shmona Ba Omer Shel Shabbos Fifnei Atzma Shal Yontif Atzma Special Bracha. So you have the first three, the middle two Shabbos and Yontif, and then one, three at the end, total of eight. Basil Omer Mispal Sheva. You only do seven Maschel Bishal Shabbos. You start off talking about Shabbos and Messiah Bishal Shabbos, and you end off with Shabbos. Mean Baruchat Hashem Mekadesh Shabbos. Ba'omer Kedushas Ayom Ba'Emtza, and you talk about the Kedushas Ayom, meaning. You talk about Vatitn Hashem Alkenos Yom Amenucha Zeves Yom Chagazes etc. etc. Be'emsa. Now this is not exactly what we do because when Yantuf comes out on Shabbos, we basically do Yantuf. The middle bracha is basically about Yantuf. You start by Yantuf and you have by Yantuf, and you mention Shabbos in the middle. But that's what the Gemara over here said. That's Beishamishita. Rebbe uh, Beisol Omrim. No, uh, right. Beisol says so. Beisol says Beishamish says he had two brachas, one for Shabbos on Yantuf. Beisol says no, one bracha for Shabbos, and you mention Yantuf in the middle. Of that bracha, Rabbi Omer Af Chosim Ba Mekadosh Shabbos Mekadosh Shabbos Yisrael Vazmanim. You don't end off with Shabbos Mekadosh Shabbos, but you end up Mekadosh Shabbos Yisrael Vazmanim. Tana Tana Kamed Ravina Tana learned in front of Ravina Mekadosh Yisrael VeHashabbos VeHazmanim, as if to say that Hashem is Mekadosh Yisrael and Yisrael is Mekadosh Shabbos VeHazmanim. Amalei Atu Shabbos Yisrael Mekadosh Shabbos is not sanctified by the Jews, right? Yontav is, is, is uh, sanctified by the Jews because we decide when Rosh Chodesh is and based on that when Yontav is. But Shabbos is fixed, you know, from the beginning of time for all. It's one of the great Nisim that the Goyim tried to play with our calendar, but nobody ever tried to play with Shabbos. Shabbos is like a Dover Pashut in the whole world. Shabbos is the seventh day of the week. Turn it this way. That Hashem is Makadash Shabbos, and then Yisrael, Vazmanim Yisrael, together with Mershalom, let's say, are Makadash, the Zmanim, the, the Yomim Tovim, all the holidays. I'm Rabbi Yosef, Halacha Karebi, Kudatos Ravina. Halacha is like Rebbe. That what? That the uh, Rebbe sort of modified what Basil said. Yes, it's one brach in the middle, Shabbos mostly, with Yontif mentioning, but you only end off Makadash Shabbos. Rebbe said, no, end off Makadash 
Mekadesh Ashabas Yisrael Vazmanim end off with that, the way Ravina explained it, meaning you don't say Mekadesh Yisrael Vashabas Vazmanim, but rather Mekadesh Hashabas Yisrael Vazmanim, to show that Hashem is Mekadesh Shabbos and Yisrael is Mekadesh Vazmanim. However, as I mentioned, that's not what we do. Right? On Yantif, like Yantif is going to come out, uh, Yant, the other day, Yantif, let's say Sukkot is coming out next week, when Yantif comes out on Shabbos, right, when Yantif comes out on Shabbos, not Cholamoy, Yantif comes out on Shabbos, the middle bracha is mainly about Yantif, with Shabbos mentioning middle. Now we'll come to Halacha about Cholamoy and Rosh Here, it's pretty much the way we have it. Let's say Shabbos comes out on Rosh Chodesh, or you could say Rosh Chodesh comes out on Shabbos. Or Chalamoy comes on Shabbos. Arvaz v'shachos mincha, the regular three daily tefilos, uh, mispal sheva, you say seven brachos, right? Shabbos. Ma'omer me'ena mora ba'avoda. And you mention the uh, holiday of the day. Ma'ora means what happened that day. Like it's Yontif, it's Chalamoy, it's Shabbos, it's Rishchodesh, whatever it is. You mention that in avoda. What's avoda? Ritzay, that starts off with Ritzay and ends off with Machsah Shechinah we mention it in Avoda, which means Yalaviyavo. Why is Yalaviyavo in Ritzei? Because <clears throat> the way Yom Tovim were sanctified and remembered was by their various carbonos. And Ritzei talks about the Avoda. That's the, that's the carbonos. So that's, we say, that's why we say it in Ritzei, after Ritzei, actually, in the middle between Ritzei and Modem and Nachalach. Vim Lo Amar, and if you didn't say Machzirun so, we know, of course, when don't you repeat uh, the Yalaviyavo? In, for example, like on uh, on the night of a regular Rosh Chodesh, not on Shabbat, uh, Shabbat regular Rosh Chodesh, you know, even if Rosh Chodesh came on Shabbat, it's a night we don't because Eid Mekashin is a Chodesh Balayla, so you don't have to repeat it if you forgot. But otherwise, if you don't, if you forgot Yalaviyavo, that's part of the davening of the day, and therefore you have to repeat the Shemones. Reb Lezer Omer Bahodah. Reb Lezer holds like he holds elsewhere that you say it in Hodah, meaning after uh, after um, um, uh, after uh, we finish modem, then we say the in that fila. In other words, in the hoda, like we say alenisim. Alenisim is mentioned there. It's not mentioned in an avoda, which is begin, which starts with ritzay and ends up with machshus uh, rosh and end up with uh, with modem anachnulach from modem anachnulach from that fila when we start with modem anachnulach the alkulam all that that's hoda. There we say, like he, like we say, like we all agree that we say Alanisim there. Rabbi Lezer says that's also where you say Yalaviyavo, meaning in the bracha that starts with Modim and ends off with Hatov Shimcha Lachanodos. Mosafin on Musaf of those days, Shabbos, which comes out on Rosh Chodesh, or Rosh Chodesh comes out on Shabbos, or Chalamoid, Maskel Shabbos, you start off Shabbos, and Masam Shabbos, which is what we do. There on, on Shabbos Chalamoid, we say the bracha of Shabbos and we, and, and we, fin- we finish off, I'm sorry. On, on, a, on Shabbos like that, we start off with Shabbos, and of Shabbos, we say, mention Yantav in the middle. And in Musaf, Maskul Shabbos, Msaim Shabbos, Mamma Kedushas Yam Be'emsa, there we talk a say that feels. So this is also not exactly what we do, right? Because we, on Musaf of those days, the main tefillah is the, uh, is the Kedushas Hayom, not the Shabbos. Shabbos is mentioned in between. Rabbi Shimon Galil, Rabbi Shimon Galil, Rabbi Shimon Galil, Rabbi Shimon Galil, these two rabbis, Omrim, Whenever you say sheva, uh, make a brach of sheva, meaning whether it's Meir of Shachris or Mincha, not just uh, not just you always start with Shabbos and end with Shabbos. So he says whatever it is, meaning meaning even on on any yontif, 
On any yontif, you always start with Shabbos and Shabbos, and you say to Yosef Hemsa, Amrafuna ain't alacha kalsosug. The lacha is not like them. Rashi says right over there. Rashi ain't alacha kalsosug. I've seen Elo ketana kamed Amr Arvus Shabbos Minchem Espal Sheva Va'omer Meina Ma'ora Ba'avoda. You do the avoda in the middle. Not that you mention the Yalav Yavo in middle of the uh, middle of the uh, middle bracha, but rather you say it. Uh, you say it in in um, in the in Ritz, in Ritzay, in the in the avoda. That's what we do when it's when uh, Shabbos comes out Chalamoy, Shabbos Chalamoy, Shabbos Rishchodesh, right? So in the in the Arvis Shachras for Mincha, we say it in Ritzay, not uh, not what he says to make it in the middle bracha of the day. Mia where she goes on Lavel Chaskavase Bahod to come Musaf and Maschil, right? We don't say Ella Bahod Chosek Karevi to Amar Af Chosim Ba Makadish Shabbos Yisrael Asmanim. Because he didn't end off that way, so the halacha is not like them, right? Bread like the Tanakama, but even the Tanakama, who says what that you end off and you end off just Shabbos. That's not true. We end off with with Mekadesh Yisrael Vazman, and we end off with that too. So again, the halacha that we do today is not quite like these mars that are mentioned over here, because on Yantif we talk uh, the middle bracha is basically at Yantif with Shabbos stuck in in between. Okay, and, Ra- and Rashi points out over here, uh, if it's Cholamoid, yeah, there the first part, the halacha is like that slight, right? There we do Paschal like that. Musaf is not quite what we do, right? Because that's not quite what we do. So the halacha is like some of these cases, not like others. Uh, there's two there's how many kinds of air we know there's air of tafshilin that we've been talking about when you you have to make before beyond comes out right before shabbos let's say yontif is friday so on thursday you make an air of tafshilin and chutzlarts you make it on wednesday if yontif is thursday friday so you make uh, uh then you make it even on a wednesday that's air of tafshilin Erev Tchumen is where you set your boundary, you're allowed to go 2,000 amas out of town, no more on Shabbos or Yantif. And if you want to go further, you have to make a uh, set an Erev, set two meals uh, outside of town, 1,000 or up to 2,000 amas, and then you can go 2,000 amas from there. But it depends which direction you made it out of town. So you have to set it also before Yantif or before Shabbos. So he says like this, he says that you can even make and when and you have when you have um, two days of yontif in Chutzlar, it's where it's a sveik at the yoma. So he says you can set an air of tchumen on yontif lechaveru umasta. What does that mean? When you have two days of yontif, let's say it's um, it's Thursday and Friday, or on, on yontif, the truth is it could even be even if it's on a Monday or a Tuesday, and you're not sure and, and you forgot to make the tchum shot. You might forgot to make tchum before before yontif started. So you could do it on one day. Let's say it's Monday and Tuesday. So you say it on Monday and say, um, if Tuesday's if Tuesday's the real Yantif, then I'm making the Tchum today, right? And and the next day you could also make it. You could also make a uh, a tonight like that and say, well, well, there's no point in doing it the next day if it's Monday and Tuesday. Let's say it's Thursday and Friday, right? But the point is, you could make it such a tonight. Uh, you can make it tonight. It won't really help you if it's Monday or Tuesday, right? Because um, if it's Monday and Tuesday, you're not sure which day it's going to, you're not sure which day it is. So it's not going to help for that day because you can't do it on Yontif, right? So it's not, it has to be before Yontif. So 
if it, it could be if, if, if you do it on Monday for Tuesday, but maybe Monday's the Yantif. Tuesday, you don't need it. And, and Tuesday, why would you do it? Because maybe Tuesday's Yantif is not going to help for Tuesday. But it could help for if, if Yantif was Thursday and Friday. So there you do both ways. Let's say Yantif was Thursday and Friday in Chutz Laretz. So on Thursday, you say, I'm making the Tchum today. It'll help for tomorrow. If, if, uh, if, um, t- if it'll help, for, certainly it'll help for Shabbos, right? If I make it today and today is not Yantif. And tomorrow, I'll also make it for Shabbos in case tomorrow's not, sh- in case tomorrow's not Yantif, in case today's the Yantif. So there it'll help for Shabbos either way. In other words, I make it on Thursday and I make it on Friday. It'll only help on the day that's not Yantif. So he says, and you make such a condition. You say, if today's Yantif, then it's not gonna help today, I'll do then and I'll do it again tomorrow. And if I do it when I do it tomorrow, I say, if yesterday was Yantif, then I'm doing it today. You can do the same thing, but then Erev Tafshilim, but Rashi points out in Erev Tafshilim, if it's Thursday and Friday, what do you do? You say, listen, if today is a chol, Right, if today is Chol and tomorrow is really the Yantif day, so I'm making the Erev Tafshilim today like I'm supposed to do. Right, I'm supposed to do. In, Chutz, in Eretz Yisrael, if the Yantif is Friday, so just do it on Thursday. But in, if it's Thursday and Friday in Chutz Laretz, so I could say on Thursday, if today is Chol, I'm making the Erev today, making the Erev Tafshilim. On Friday, I don't have to make another, I don't have to make another, I can make a time, but I don't have to really do it again on Friday. Why? Because if yesterday was Chol, so I did it yesterday. And if today is Chol, I don't need to make an Erev Tavshilim. Today is just a regular weekday. It's Erev Shabbos. So that's what Rav says. Rav and, and Merchil Barashi, Rav Merchil says you can make Erev Tavshilim that way. And Rav says you can do Erev Tavshilim that way. Mandom, the one who says you could even do Erev Tavshilim in Kolshkin, you can certainly do Erev Tavshilim. Erev Tavshilim is a covered Shabbos. So certainly you could do that. Erev Tavshilim will see the problem is that the rabbis didn't allow you to do it because you're, you're acquiring a space. You're acquiring a, an abode, a residence where you're making your meals. That's how, that's how Erev Tchumen works. So he says, that's already a harder thing to be matter. So he says, Mando Erev Tchumen, he says, you're allowed to do that, Kolshkin Erev Tchumen, Mando Erev Tchumen, the one who says, you're allowed to do Erev Tchumen, Avol Erev Tchumen lo, my time, Delo Mikni Shvisa B'Sham Solo, doesn't allow you to acquire a, um, a, a, an, an abode, a, an, a residence on Shabbos. It doesn't really mean literally Shabbos, Rashi says, Yantav is also called Shabbos. That's what he means over here. But, uh, and, and he's not matter to do it, Likno Shvisa Yantav, Afilu Misafik. Even though it's only a suffix, if today is chol or not, you don't allow to. Bimitir, but tafshil and erev tafshil is different because that's because of kavod Shabbos. Tan rabbanim, ain't ofim miyantif lechaveiro. You can't make if you have, when you have two days of yantif. The truth is, even if it's Rosh Hashanah, but especially on regular yom tovim and chutz laaretz, ain't ofim miyantif lechaveiro. You don't bake from one day to another. You don't cook from one day to another. You have to wait till the first day is over. Then you start cooking because they're really. Two separate days. We say we're, it's a it's minigav saying to be adenu. In the times when it was a suffix, you weren't sure, but it was one or the other. And we're only keeping today because of minigav saying to be adenu. But the truth is, one is chol, one's not. So you don't cook from one day to another. Bamasamru, bamasamru is always the halacha. It's like saying that's the halacha. That memale isha kolkdeir baser afapishen srich alechatichas. Let's say there's two days of yantif. Now we don't have to be talking about yantif going into Shabbos like an erev tavshilin or the tchumen that we talked about before. Any two days of yantif, Monday and Tuesday, let's say. So, you can't cook from Monday to Tuesday. However, on Monday, if a woman's, let's say, there's only two people at home, right? Okay, somebody's talking over there. Let me just, uh, let me just uh, mute. Okay, sorry. Okay. Uh, sorry about that. Okay, so, um, 
so let's say she's got she's cooking and she's got a pot, and the pot can hold one piece of meat for her and her husband together, but she wants to fill up the pot because tomorrow she's having uh, company. So there she can fill up the pot, even though she's making more food than she needs for that day. She only needs a small amount of food for Monday, but she's cooking already for Tuesday too. You're not supposed to cook from one day to another. But if she's filling, it's the same pot, there's no extra work involved, then you're allowed to. Because it's not, and she's not doing any extra work. It's the same amount of work cooking for one or cooking for uh, several if it's the same pot. So she can fill up the pot. Even though she only needs one piece, she can fill up the pot. Similarly, mamali nachtum shamayim, a baker, uh, can fill up a whole barrel of water, even though he needs one pitcher, he can fill up the whole barrel because it's the same amount of work. The same amount of work is, is involved. To bake, he can't bake more than one, if he only needs one loaf, he can't bake several loaves because that involves more work. You have to, uh, you have to peel it off and you have to trim it and all, all that you do in, in making the loaf, that's involved more work. If a woman is, is uh, baking uh, on Monday, Monday and Tuesday, if she's baking on Monday in her small oven in her house, she's allowed to fill up the whole oven. Here's his point. When it comes to a woman, in those, in those days the ovens were simply big earthenware jars. So there it'll cook better if it's full. So in other words, so that the, the heat won't have any place to dissipate so if she fills up and makes more loaves over there, just fills it up and makes, she's allowed to do that. Even though she only needs one or two loaves, she can fill it up because it'll heat better, it'll cook better, it'll bake better if it's full. Mepharshim pointing out over here, this is only a woman. It says, Mala Isha. A woman can do that. Meaning not the professional baker. Before we talk about the professional baker, he says, Whereas in a small oven where the heat where the when it's more full when the, when it's very full it'll bake better but a professional baker right who uses a large one he can't do it he can only cook, bake what he needs so again he's allowed for the water it's one big barrel of water it doesn't make any difference how he fills it up that he needs for kneading or whatever then it doesn't make any difference he uh, he can fill it up even though he only needs uh, one pitcher because it's the same amount of work but over here when it involves more work then you can't do it. Okay, Amarava. That a woman kataka bake more bread than she needs for that day because if it's in a small oven, it probably wouldn't apply to our ovens today, but in those days the ovens were very small and the heat would just be a fire. And if it was full, if the more more full the oven was, the better it baked. Michelin, now we so we, we mentioned here we've been talking about air of tafshion that you have to make an Erev, again, if Yantav is on Friday and you want to be able to cook on Friday for Shabbos, you have to start baking, cooking on, on Thursday, or, or, right, on Thursday. And therefore, you can, that allows you to cook on Friday for Shabbos because you're cooking Shabbos and Yantav together. If a person didn't make an Erev Tavshilin, so we learned the other day that uh, that a case he can if he he could rely that the the rabbi or the leader or whoever somebody else can make it for him also. But let's say it's a situation where nobody else had an erev tafshilim for him, didn't make it for him. He didn't make an erev tafshilim. Who nesser? He's not allowed to bake. He's not allowed to cook or bake on on yantif on Friday. The kimchon is his is his flour also usher to be used. In other words, it's in his possession. Something which is not ready to be eaten can't be used. O Dilma, who nesser? He can't. He can't bake. He can't cook. But his ba- but his bread could be it could be baked by somebody else. 
Nafkin is like, does he have to give it as a matana to somebody else, or could somebody bake for him? He, is it also, it's also for him to bake, but somebody else could come in and bake for him. Is that okay? Or, in other words, or, or do you say no? He can't bake, and his flour can't be used either. The only way it could be used is if he gives it to somebody else. Can he give it to somebody else on Yantav? So we learned before, for Kavit Shabbos and Kavit Yantav, for Simchas Yantav, you're allowed to. So that's the question. Does he, have to, does he actually have to give it to somebody else, or can somebody else just bake his? If you say, he has to give it to somebody else. He has to be magnet. He has to give it to somebody else. Uh, uh, um, he has to give it to someone else. If you say, only he's forbidden to bake, but his his own but his flour is not forbidden to be baked even for him then he doesn't have to give it to somebody else somebody else can bake for him my so what's the halacha toshma we learn here's a proof person didn't leave an erev didn't prepare he shouldn't bake he shouldn't cook he shouldn't store uh, let's say water or a dish that's already been that's already hot lo 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 he cannot do anything. He can't bake, he can't cook, he can't do anything, not for himself, not for others. They also can't bake or cook for him, of course, with his food. So what should he do? He could give it to somebody else, and they will bake for him, and they can cook him. You see from over here that if a person doesn't make an Eftashim, he may not bake, he may not cook, he may not do anything, and nobody else can use his stuff to bake for him. He actually has to give it to them, and only then, after he gives it to them, is it, uh, is it, um, is it okay for them to bake for him. Let's say a person sinned. Sinned. He didn't, uh, he, he, you know, he couldn't. He did it on, he, on purpose. He says, he, you know, he didn't have an after show. He says, okay, I didn't make an after show. What am I going to do? I'll cook anyway. We've learned before. Cooking from Yontif to Shabbos. Again, you have to prepare from Yontif to Shabbos. Fine. That, I mean, you can't prepare. Uh, uh, everything has to be prepared before, so to speak. Right? You have to prepare before Yontif, before Shabbos. But what about uh, uh, preparing from Yontif to Shabbos? Right? So Shabbos has to be prepared. So if you compare on Yontif, the Yisra here is only an Yisra Drabonim. The Erev Tafshun, we said, is... For a cup of Shabbos, why do we make an after shun? So you should remember to make sure you have food for Shabbos. And Yantav, don't, the, the, the simch of the Yantav might take away from Shabbos, and you might say, oh, I'm baking for Yantav, and forget about Shabbos. So we make an after shun to remind you of that. Another reason we brought down is to show you that you have to prepare even from Yantav to Shabbos. Kolshken, you can't prepare from Yantav to Chol. From Yantav to Shabbos, you shouldn't do unless you make an after shun. Kalbachomer, to remind you, you can't prepare from Yantav to Chol. It's only a drabonim. So over here, he was over on drabonim. And he cooked anyway. Kate said, us, what should he do? So he should do as much. So he so said, that's our question. If he, if, he, if he was over, what? Could he eat or not? What's the halacha? We just said, we just quoted this b'risa. If he didn't leave one, he has to give his food to somebody else, the flour. They have to bake and cook from him. What do you mean? If, he, if, you, if a way to eat it is just, you know, by being over, listening, over v'afa, mutter, if you're looking for a term, what are his possibilities? And there's a person who didn't make an after shilin, what are his possibilities? Well, the proper way is to give it to somebody else. But why don't you also mention, if he baked anyway, he could still eat. The obvious answer, the kasha is a little bit hard to understand. Our Tana learned something, a, a solution, which is mutter to do. Give it to somebody else and he'll bake for you. That's elsewhere. You're not allowed to go against the rabbis. So you can't prove anything from there. We're trying to add, our question is, if you on purpose went against the rabbis, right, and you 
cooked despite, even despite you didn't have an Erev Tavshilin and nobody else had prepared for you. So what do you do? So that's our question. Tashma, let's break another proof for me. A person who prepared an Erev Tavshilin and raised an Ofa, he can bake him a Vashil, but not then he could store. Let's say he wants to eat the Erev that he prepared on Thursday. He wants to eat that. He can, he can, he can do that. Right? But let's say he ate it up before he baked. Or at Shalom Bishal, before he cooked, is the gear. So at Shalom before he stored, in other words, you can only cook from Friday to Shabbos, on, on Friday, on behalf of Shabbos, only if the air of Tafshilm is still intact. We talked before about uh, our minigas, we only eat it on Shabbos, some ate it even after, on Yantif, but once it's gone, you can't cook anymore. Okay. Lo, 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 nobody else can bake for him. But what he could do is, even though the Erev is gone now, he had an Erev, he ate it up. You're not supposed to cook anymore. Okay, he can't cook anymore from Yantif from Friday on behalf of Shabbos, but he can cook for Yantif. On Yantif, you're allowed to cook all day. If something's left over, it's left over. In other words, he can, he can add on as long as he's cooking for Yantif, like we mentioned before. Uh, if you have you have a big pot and and a lot of pieces of meat can can fit in there, you're only going to need one piece of meat today. But you can cook because there's no extra work involved. But you shouldn't try to make a ruse. Don't try to evade the law. What do we mean by that? Rashi says what we mean by that is that you finished cooking. You're really done for the day. You're not gonna. You're not having any more meals on Yantif. Now you say, oh, listen, I want to cook for Shabbos. I'll tell you what. Oh, you know what? Maybe guests will come. I'll cook now because maybe your guests will come. You're not cooking really for Yontif now. You're finished, right? But you're cooking now for Shabbos, and you say, oh, because maybe guests will come. Don't play that game. The Amherim, if you did, if you did, uh, if you did, if you were over, also, you can't, if you made the rules, if you evaded the law by playing that game, and you did it, really, the Kavana, you did it the Mason. You know that you're not going to have any guests, and you say, oh, maybe guests will come. I'll use that excuse then it's Osir. So he wants to prove from over here that if you were over and you cooked despite not having an Erev Tavshil, it's Osir. Amar Vashi, no, Haramak, you're talking about Haramak, that's worse than Mesut. Listen to this. Haramak, shiny Haramak, Dachmira, Bonnet, Femi Mesut. Listen to this. A ruse is worse than Mesut. Rashi explains beautifully. Rashi says, listen, when a person does things be Mesut, okay, it's Osir, and he's got to do Tshuva, and we punish him in many cases. But in this case, it's worse. Why? Because at least when he did Mesut, he knows he did something wrong. Maybe he'll do Tshuva. But a person who's Marim, who uses that as excuse, he thinks he's doing something better. Oh, you know, I'll use the excuse, maybe guests will come. You know guests aren't going to come. Uh, why, why, you're not expecting anybody. They're not going to just walk in and give them a whole meal. Nobody's expecting. People might come over, you give them a piece of cake. You're not expecting guests to come. That's even worse, because now you're Mora Heter, and you won't do tshuva on that. Rashi says, it's a beautiful thing. Before we talk about a different case, there it's from Shemtich, because the why? That's a different case, but over here, it could be that if you, if you, it, you cooked anyway, maybe it's mutter to eat, right? Nobody's going to learn from him because they know he's an Avarim. I don't care about the rabbi, I said I'm going to cook anyway. He said, that's what he does. That's, that's amazing. 
Nobody will follow him because they know that he's over and maybe he'll do tshuva. He thinks it's okay to do as long as you say maybe guests will come you think it's mutter. So therefore you can't prove it from there. Rav Nachman says another reason why you can't prove from there because that's a shitas yachar. Rav Nachman Yitzchomer Hamani Chananya. They go to Chananya Balivit BeShamai who says these Mermachma. He says the tiny Chananya Chananya BeShamai Omim ain't often Elam Kainor. You can't bake Elam Kain. Or of a pas, you can't bake unless you made an air with pas. Made an after with pas. Ain't mafshil elam kain or betafshil unless you had a cooked dish. We don't hold the mice. We have a bake. We usually have a matz or something that was baked. But but la halacha basil says all you need is a tafshil. Ain't tum elam kain or yucham and tumin amir of yantu. And you don't store unless you already had hot water, something hot prepared for yantu. Obasil amar ma'arav betafshil echad. You can make an air with one tafshil. But also called sar but called sarcho. You can have as long as you had one tafshil. That's good enough. So he says, that's the sheet of Yachot. So Lemaisa, we cannot prove yet our Shiloh. Our Shiloh is, you made an air of Tavshil. You didn't make an air of Tavshilin. And now you want to cook from, from on Friday on behalf of Shabbos. You were over. You did it. Can you eat it? Can you, can, is that okay? Can you eat the food? Or now we can't prove it from here. Because that could be different. The Harama is different, like we said, when you said, oh, maybe guests will come. No, it's, that's worse. When you use that excuse, you're being Moraheter. So let's, and Toshma, uh, let's bring another proof now instead of Tanat's Toshma. Hamas, Bereshit of Shabbos, you know, to give Meiser on Shabbos. Why? Because it's like, it's like you're Metaka and you're fixing the food. You can't do that. So the rabbi said you shouldn't do it. Masmer of Shabbos, if you do Beshoge, Yochel. You forgot that it was Shabbos, you did Beshoge, you didn't realize it was Shabbos, you didn't realize it was also whatever, so... It, you were amazed if you did it on purpose and you knew it was also a you shouldn't eat it. That's a knas. So what do you see? When you do something amazed, the rabbis forbade you from eating it. So here too, when you made an air of tafshil, when you didn't make an air of tafshil and you cooked anyway from Friday to Shabbos, it should be also to do it if you did amazed. It's like Sricha. This like Parachwina. There it could be, there it could be that uh, the reason the rabbi said if you did it bemazed and master perosi, you shouldn't eat it because you have other fruits to eat. You have an option, but over here maybe you have no option. You have no other food to eat uh, on Shabbos, so maybe you could eat that food uh, that you prepared on Friday even without an air of tafshion. Touch my another proof. Amat bel Kaila Yes. Is it? It's, isn't it strange that they didn't bring the, the gemara from yesterday? That, that story with the rab and uh, and his. That's his knife. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that, that yeah, right. So there, the, so, okay. So there the question was, right, we said, that's exactly the point. The case over there was that the rabbi said, oh, you didn't do it on purpose. You didn't do it on purpose. I'm not doing it for you. So here we're talking about where he has nobody else who did it for him. That's the point. Their, their discussion was, can somebody else do it for you? Usually, the truth is that usually the Rabbanim in a the community, then they make an assumption on behalf of everybody, people who forgot. So there was a case where he, the guy says, you on purpose didn't want to do it. I'm not doing it for you. So in a case where a person doesn't have an Eretz Shilon, that's what we're discussing. He doesn't have an Eretz Shilon, and he cooked anyway from Friday. Can you eat the food? So we're trying to bring proofs. He can't eat it, right? We said from proofs of that. Oh, that was Harama. What about here? He can't eat it. The rabbi said you when you uh, you take mice or shalokadin, you shouldn't eat it. Well, maybe they, maybe he has other foods to eat. But over here, let's say when he's cooking for Friday Shabbos, he has nothing else to eat. So Tashma, let's say matbul kelvish Shabbos. You also can't. Uh, uh, immerse your kalim in a mikvah on Shabbos. Kalim could be kalim or clothing, whatever, on Shabbos. Beshogeg. If you did Beshogeg, you didn't realize it was Shabbos, you shtamish ban. Bemezid lo you shtamish ban. If you did it on purpose, you shouldn't use them. So you see Bemezid, the rabbis, 
the rabbis find you that you shouldn't be able to have enough from it. Let's say kalim means his vessels, his cooking vessels, whatever. This could be that he has other kalim. Maybe the rabbis were machmer when he had another option. Inami he could borrow other people's kalim. Over here, we're speaking about where he cooked on Friday on behalf of Shabbos when he didn't have an erf of shil, and maybe he had nothing else to eat. Tashma. Proof If you cook b'shabes on b'shogeg yochal, then you could eat it. B'mezid lo yochal. If you cooked on b'mezid, you shouldn't be able to eat it. Right? We're not even talking about the you know b'chdei shiyas when it's more talking about can you eat it on Shabbos? So b'shogeg yochal b'mezid lo yochal. So here you see b'mezid, you shouldn't be able to eat it. So Gemara says he sort of Shabbos shining. That's different. Shabbos cooking is an Israel malacha chayiv skila. Here we're talking about in yantif where you're allowed to cook on yantif. Minatar you're allowed to cook, but the rabbi said, oh. If it's Friday Yontav, don't cook for Shabbos unless you made an Eftav Shil. It's only Yisra Bonan, and you were over Bemezid. Are you able to eat the food on Shabbos or not? So the Gemara at the end is not post like that, Shiloh. Uh, the interesting that, that, that Rav Shaim Shmulevitz uh, says over here, this case, he says, think about this case. It's a tremendous muster. He says, what did you do in the, the case before we said, uh, if you, uh, you're allowed to, remember, you're allowed to cook a lot on Yontav. If it's the same pot or the same barrel, right? If it's the same, doesn't require any extra work, then it's okay. But if you finish cooking, and then you say, okay, I finished, oh, I forget, I, I'm not, I'm finished for Yontem. Now I want to cook for Shabbos. I didn't make an Eftar Shil and I cook anyway. That's our question. He says, he says, Imar, but you shouldn't be Imar. You shouldn't say, oh, maybe guests will come. Maybe guests will come. What's, what's the case speaking about? He says, what's going on over here? When he's making from Yontem to Shabbos, he says, maybe I'm going to come. If he really thinks that, that guests will come, then he's allowed to do it. Right? If he really, it's mutter. It's mutter me adin. You're allowed to cook for yontif. I'm expecting guests. I'm full. But guests are coming at four o'clock this afternoon. I promised them a whole meal. If you're allowed to. And if he knows that guests aren't coming, right, then he's amazed. Well, well, who is he fooling over here? If he guesses, who is he fooling? He says, he shouldn't, he shouldn't, in my room, he's, he evades it. He says, oh, maybe guests will come. If he knows guests are coming, he's allowed to cook. And if he knows guests are not coming, then he's not allowed to cook. It's very simple. So, so uh, he's not allowed to cook, and he's amazed. What, what does it mean, Haram, over here? He's fooling himself. That's the point. Maram over here means he's fooling himself. Right? He brings down a pasuk. He say, "I didn't sin." People fool themselves. That's even worse. The sin, the, the bigger, the punishment is not so much for being for being over. The punishment is for is for uh, removing responsibility, saying, oh, it's okay, I'm allowed to do this. That's worse than saying, if a person, like we said before, a person who sins, he's okay, you know, I'm a, a bad guy, but I, I want to do it anyway. I know I'm a bad boy. I'm doing it anyway. Maybe you'll do tshuva, other people won't learn from you. When a person is more hetan, says, oh, you're allowed to do this, that's even worse. He's fooling himself, and that's what he's punished for. Big musr on that, right? You're fooling yourself. People say you're fooling. Who are you fooling over here? He's fooling himself. He's not fooling anybody else. So in the mission said that you have to, according to Beishami, you have to make two cooked dishes, right? Masis Lokeaitan Basil says only one. So our mission doesn't go like the following time. According to this uh, Bryce, so the Bryce says even Basil says you have to have two Tafshilun. When they used to put a, they used to bait, uh, when they would uh, fry the uh, fish or bake it, they would fry an egg on on top of it. When you have an, a fish with with a with an egg on top, Bashami says that Shneitafshilim says that's no, that's Tafshilechad. That's good enough. In other words, they both agree that's good enough. But according to Beisel, Beisel, you only need one Tafshil. Bashami says that's two Tafshilim. Beshavim, they both agree. 
Sheim pirper beitza v'naslach. You had a cooked, you had a you had a, a, a boiled egg, a cooked egg already, and you cut that, you sliced it, or you crumbled it up, and and you put that inside the fish. Osherosa, osherise kavotos, or you you uh, crushed or or shredded heads of leeks v'naslach tochadag. Saying that's two tafshilim because they're two separate things. Amarava. So everybody agrees. In other words. Uh, here we say everybody agrees. According to this price, everybody agrees. You need two tafshilin. You need two. The question is, uh, is dag and beitza one? In this case, if that's the case. According to this brisa, uh, in theory, beisil is machmer in this case because beisil says that's only one. If you cut up a baked one already or, or shred a head of leeks and take two separate things, then it's two. So and, and that's that's uh, the, the way the brisa reads. Basil is actually machmer in the case of the fish with the egg on it, but only under that particular circumstance. But they but, but they both agree you need two tafshilim. Our mission though says no. Like Basil, Amarav Hilchos Katani, Hilchos like Artana, but leave it to Basil that all you need is one cooked dish. But let's say you ate up the 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 um, the air of tafshilim. And you still want it to bake or cook on Yantav. Achlo Osha Ovad, or it's lost, not here anymore. Harezul Yavashlav, you shouldn't. Um Rabbi Naktina, we have a tradition that Hischobi Sosov, you started kneading the dough already. And while you were eating the dough, Venechalivu, the Erev was eating up, you can continue finishing. In other words, you have to, as long as you start the process of cooking or baking while the Erev Tafshilon was there, you're allowed to continue. Remember, the Erev Tafshilon is only drop on it. Let's just see the Mishnechalios Achra Shabbos. Let's say Yantav was on Sunday. Not on Friday. Till now, we've been talking about Yantam was on Friday, going to make it after Shil on Thursday. Or if it's Thursday and Friday in Chutzlar, you should make it on Wednesday. But in Chutzlar, you can make an Erev Tavshil on Tanai on Thursday. You don't have to do it on Friday, because on, 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 on Friday, if it's, if it's Yantif, you can't make an Erev Shil anymore. And if it's Chol, you don't need an Erev Tavshil, but you can do it on Thursday, you can make that tonight in Chutzlar. So let's say Yantam was on Sunday. Bisham Yomrim, Matbil, Shabbos. The halach is, Rashi brings down the case that it's a mitzvah, you have to go to the mikvah for Yantif. Yantif came out on Sunday. You can go to the mikvah, can you go to the mikvah on Shabbos or you have to go on Friday? So Bishami says, everything is on, you have to do it on Friday. You don't go to the mikvah on, on Shabbos. Basilomim, Kalim, Shabbos, clothing and Kalim have to be, have to be like, vessels have to be run before Shabbos. You can't do it on Shabbos because it looks like you're fixing it. looks like you're repairing it because before it was tummy and, and you couldn't use it. Now you're being able to use it. If a person could go to the mikvah on Shabbos. People go to the mikvah on Shabbos. It looks like you're just washing. It's like you're rinsing off in cold water. That's okay. So a person can go to the mikvah on Shabbos. So even though if, if, if you're going to the mikvah for Yontif, you could even do it on Shabbos if Yontif comes out on Sunday. Beshavan, they both agree. You know, that's the way we do most mikvahs today. They, you don't actually want to go to the mikvah in rainwater. And, you know, it's, you're not in a mountain where you have clean water coming off or something. So they do a shaka, meaning they have one bore that has rainwater. And, you, and that water touches, uh, touches the, the clean water like bath water in the mikvah where you actually go. Hashaka means affecting surface contact between two different waters. So here he says, Shemashikin asamayim bekli evan. What does that mean? A stone vessel is not makabal tumah. So let's say you have some water which became tumah, became tumah, and now you want to be able to use that water. You put it in a stone vessel, and you lower that stone vessel into a mikvah, a mikvah that's got water that you can't drink. It's not drinkable water, like salt water. And as long as there's, the surfaces touch, 
then what happens is, is it's not like you immerse the water in the mikvah and the water became tar by being in the mikvah, but rather if the just surfaces are touching, the water now in the, in the stone vessel is like part of the mikvah. It's like you're planting it. It's like making it into mikvah. It's like you're replanting it. It's like new water now. And then you can take it out and the water is pure. They both agree you can do that. To purify the water. But you can't be tobal. What does it mean? You can't put it in another kli like a kli eitz or a kli matechet. Why? Because then the kli eitz or the kli matechet becomes tamei. And by putting it in there, you're, you're, you're purifying the water, but it becomes tummy again via the kli. So, and, and you can't be told with the kli also if the kli becomes is tummy. So, you can't be told it in another kli. This is interesting, that if it was already tohor, something was tohor for one purpose, let's say for uh, truma, and now you want to be matar in another level for kachim. Right, you want to take it to a higher level. You have to be tovel again. That you could do on yantiv because it's already tar. Umichabur lechabur. That's speaking of like say from if you're switching chaburas on on pesach. Gemara will all talk about that. This whole mishnah is basically speaking about. Okay, the first part was talking about can you be tovel a person on Shabbos on behalf of yantiv. The second part about v'shavim shemashik and asamayim b'klieva and l'taron is that speaking about yantiv or Shabbos? Pashpah is speaking about yantiv. Tomorrow's gemara will discuss whether it's yantiv or Shabbos. There's two different opinions. Tomorrow's gemara is daf yud ches. Shabbos is daf, and that that Shabbos is daf will be on the podcast. And on Sunday, Mirzim will start again at the usual time of five twenty from Tanur on daf yud tes on daf yud tes. That's right, right. Okay, very good. So uh, have a good Shabbos, everybody. Shabbat Shalom and uh, Pitka Tova, a good Kvittel. Gemar Tov.